0: to the MTR Network. We are back for a Batwoman Super Tuesday recap. I'm Shanna. I'm here with Ro and Hiroja and we are discussing episode 209 rule number one. Um, so this is the first episode coming back after all of the Coriana shenanigans. Uh, what did y'all think of the latest episode which I'm Torn between two titles, either Bat Lives Matter or Defund GCPD.
1: <laughs> Defund GCPD.
2: <laughs> the only thought I had was, um, because Rose really, really clarified this about the villains that are going through, like, I'm hoping they're building up to, like, season three, there's going to be some, like, Arkham Prism, Arkham Asylum breakout where all the Batwoman villains are coming out because they're going, like, they had two villains. Mm-hmm. Or it's technically three because Alice is still here, but there are two villains, Black Mask and Enigma, in this, in this episode here. And I'm like, okay. And then there's the Faceless Gang. I just, I don't know. I'm hoping things are gonna go good here um, with this direction.
0: I, so I didn't mind the amount of villains because these don't, one, they don't feel like one-offs. They're not, she's actually not beating any of them or putting them away <laughs> anywhere. Um, like, sorry, girl. Um, and also I feel like just from like the casting of them, like um, I don't, I like, I, so horribly did not have a chance to look it up but like i obviously recognize the actor that they have um playing uh black mask and he's great and like so i'm like oh he's gonna be fun he's someone that they can play off of for a while and i kind of feel like i actually like how they're using the villains because even though there's a lot of villains i think the villains have become less of the focus and more of the jumping off point to talk about the issues that they want to talk about.
1: That actor's name is Peter Outerbridge and I'm kind of mad at you. Thank you. That you don't know, <laughs> you know, the expanse Nikita.
0: Yes. Yes. Also completely off topic. I was randomly rewatching Mutant X cause they have those episodes up on IMDb TV and it was helping me fall asleep. And Boy that show. Wow. We just let people do anything and called them special effects and graphics back in the day, didn't we? Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, no only, only y'all can see the face. I'm making it to you that she said what she was watching. And we believe in that as propos of what the hell is wrong with you. But um I think for me I am number one. We called Enigma. Mm-hmm. We we called Black Mass. We called How They Were There. I don't even remember. Did we say on the podcast that Black Mass mm-hmm. was going to be the big bad, and it wasn't Alice? Yes. yes. We
2: or, we call that like episode three or four. When I think we saw so. That.
1: Yeah. Right. So, um, I was pleas- I was happy and unhappy. One, I don't think I enjoy. Ryan Wilder exposition openings any more than I enjoyed the bed, uh, the faux Kate takeover. But there was something about the fact that they yada, yada, yada.
0: How uh, she got back from Coriana and got, given yeah, the how Disney they got, got healed. And, and got
1: healed. Of, yeah. And um, how they also yada, 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 Sophie. And uh, what should have been more of a reckoning with her coming back. And we just jump into, okay, now it's the time to declare her dead. And I and um, I don't think that they're running through villains anymore. Because uh, it's obvious something has happened among the ranks of the army that all originate off of Coriana, That they are now doing things behind Sophia's back and working with people that Safiya would not be down with them working on. This is the second person who's in her inner circle, Enigma, who seems to be doing something in Gotham, not under orders from Safiya. Yeah, so... I feel like we've gotten to the point where we are actually starting to see how things probably would have unfolded if they hadn't had to make some script changes because of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Uh, but I also feel like we really are, this was the big reveal for the big bad. So I thought it was interesting. I didn't, I don't know how I feel about the Roman Cyanus unraveling, unrevealing, unrolling the way that they're doing, but I do think that that sets up a nice dichotomy Uh, for the change in the base in the relationships with uh, Ryan and with Sophie because of Sophie's sister, Mm -hmm. who clearly is the cool more in the family. (laughs) Jordan,
0: I like the introduction of Sophie's sister because I I think probably only the Flash has managed to get around this, and I think the Flash got around it because of the fact that Iris as a main character and her family is such a big important part of Barry's story but often in these CW shows you know you have this black character who is a secondary character and they have no life outside of their relationship to the lead character and so I like the introduction of Sophie's sister just in the sense of like give her somebody else to play off of that isn't like a cane or somebody on the bat team. So I really enjoyed that. Um,
1: I like it because it means she's going to have to shit get off the pot about being a part of an extrajudicial agency that believes in itself above all others. And uh, I like how they dangle all these little threads in the different ways that we could start to see Sophie do something besides I don't know um, bite her lower lip and order you know illegal searches and seizures and tapping into cctv without a damn bit of gcdp's permission Uh but um i think it's going to come down like you see the beginning of the fractures with jacob and him checking out Mm -hmm. and how the reintroduction of pennyworth in and of course you know now making it look like Pennyworth is being used, but why and by whom and how? Mm-hmm. And is it really a um, matter of memory loss? And I was like, "Did y'all? you ain't got to make it look like Enigma had been running around zapping everybody. <laughs> but, uh, but again, you have to remember when Sophia, when Pennyworth was introduced, it was because she was associated with Sophia. So, yeah. you know, there's extrapolations and threads there that can go out. I think it's nice that they're kind of resolving... Um, some of the things that they're never just gonna follow up on in ways that were just annoying me. And, well, if we're truly being honest, and they're smart, that smart ass, it's an elected uh, position, run for it. Yes. Opens yeah, the door for, for you know, less trash Sophie, uh, or better yet, please remember that you're black Sophie to show up. <laughs>
0: Well, (laughs) that's what I like about, and that's what I mean about, like, the villains more becoming about being able to talk about the things that they want to talk about, you know, Mm -hmm. because you have Black Mask who says to Ryan as Batwoman, you know, y'all, you're... they they're basically questioning for as much as Batwoman is like a vigilante and you know, not necessarily working with um the law, they're like you do the same thing. You 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 know, you throw a batarang first and ask questions later. And that is also an issue. So I like where they ended up with the bat team roles and this whole idea yeah. is like, okay, we're doing something to take the bad guys off the street, but what are we replacing with? Are we just leaving a void for another bad guy to fill? And that's something I don't think, I mean, my bat knowledge is not like hella deep, but I don't feel like that's something that's really been discussed in this way, especially coming from um, a black batwoman.
1: It 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 hasn't, but even when you you had a white batman, they always rested that on something that um, the Wayne parents did. That was the Wayne. That's what her his mother did and she's mm-hmm. dead. So he hasn't stopped her initiatives, but he hasn't really done anything more than maybe show up at a gala. Yeah. He hasn't started new ones. So yeah, the legacy of the Waynes and extrapolated from that Jacob, because they're related,
2: mm-hmm. that
1: family hasn't really done anything for the city, but what I thought was interesting about it and kind of really worked for me in the way that he brought it up was more about the point that he was like, well, you just stepped into her shoes. And it. we've all said multiple times on the show, Kate did not represent the streets. Yeah. She didn't even know them. Like, she couldn't navigate them without Lucas's help. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so. And
0: like, also, to be quite honest, they open with that heavy-handed Ryan, you know, writing in the diary letter to Kate. And she was like, you stood for this and you were this and you and I was like, girl, you no, you was putting a lot on her. I don't know where all that came from.
1: <laughs> she stood for um yes, you can sleep over but no you can't leave your toothbrush. <laughs> mm-hmm. She stood for I'm going to save my sister even if I have to damn everybody else. She stood for daddy issues. Um, and that's one of the things that I'm really enjoying. It's one of the things that I think a lot of people don't like about season two. You know, there's more skin, more, there's less skin, more stake in the game. Mm-hmm. I'm enjoying that. Now, don't get me wrong. I would like the skin back. Same. But It's a pandemic. Same. It's a pandemic. And I understand. And quite frankly, if they were going to have her break the seal on getting up close and personal and, having some sexy times with somebody i didn't want it to be angelique so
0: oh i didn't want it to be angelique i also um do not want it to be sophie like jordan, okay, well, we jordan i'm all for you trying <laughs> to be like you know showing your sister you like yes yeah, show up at the pride rally with sis but no Mm-mm. like oh no i don't Mm-mm. want that do not want Mm-mm. do not want
1: no, that is that is that is that is not an enemies to love return that I would like to see happen. Just because that would be gross.
0: When she said that too, I was like, okay, someone's been reading fan fiction
1: <laughs> or YA. I mean, it's like the dominant trope ever. But yeah, yeah, like, nope, not even an enemies lover. I was like, thank you, Jesus, for saying it now, mean it. But who do we think? Uh, any predictions on who Roman's kid is that he claims? That woman? Yeah.
0: That I'm not sure about. That I'm not sure about.
2: Yeah.
0: I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I'm not sure
2: about
1: that. Either.
0: Yeah. And so... But and there's then my somebody page... else
1: out here who considers Alice to be his kid and thinks she did. Lord God.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, it's also interesting because he does know he ha- has Kate Kane and he wants to do some sort of manipulation to her, which I'm assuming is more actually getting back at Jacob because he doesn't know that Kate Kane is Batwoman as far as we know. Um, so that'll be another interesting thing. Like, I I don't know where they're going to go with him or what they're going to do. Like, right now he seems to be, you know, Ryan's Batwoman and Kate's Batwoman are interchangeable to him. They represent the same thing. So it would be interesting to see See how he's trying to use Kate I'm assuming to get back at Jacob and then how that plan changes if he finds out that Kate was Batwoman
1: well does it have to be about Jacob couldn't well, it be about Kate Kate's money because he did like Batman either and she was Bruce's heir
0: well mm-hmm. and I think he said something specifically about the crows so I, I assumed it was like I'm mean, bit it could Jacob. be all that stuff
1: it could, Yeah, it could be all those things. I just like, you know, one of the threads that they threw out there before they threw a car into the side of the vehicle that Mary and Jacob were in is that Kate's estate hasn't been settled, mm-hmm. but he just declared her dead. Yeah. So that's going to change the landscape with respect to that. But, I mean, I told you that the only way that I would be happy if Kate Kane came back is if Kate came back and didn't remember she was Kate. I didn't know they was going to take me literally. But, (laughs) well, shit. And she's, you know,
2: of course, they're going to alter her face. Do you think they're going to alter her face to look like Roman's daughter
1: or... No. no. He's just gonna have to fix her face because they yeah. broke her face. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I I don't think he's gonna try to recreate his daughter. Um, I I'm happy about the casting of Wallace from Krypton as uh-huh. Kate. Yeah. I think that's solid casting. But um, whatever is the altered version of this character that he wants, obviously he wants to kind of use her as a dagger towards the crows, but. It could be it could be a lot of things like if he wants if like this is about positioning Janice Cosmetics against yeah. Mhm. I mean
0: against either uh Hamilton Dynamics or Wayne Enterprises. Right. Um yeah, I mean it could be a lot. You know what's also interesting now that I think about this like casting of New Kate. Uh New Kate actually looks more like Rachel Scarston than Ruby Rose did.
2: Yep. <laughs> Speaking of Rachel Carson, um, they also yada yada her getting back from the island too.
0: We don't even know well, everybody... where she's at because she's technically just in her broken mind right now. Which you know, yeah, so, uh... like is she
2: still. I was thinking, is she still on the boat? Slow
1: boat back. Uh, for all we know. Yeah. She's still on Coria yeah. in that little room. Yeah. Under all them little rubies out her entire mind. But yeah.
0: I, lo- but like, I, think I love her. I love her so yeah. much that I was just like yeah. she's in some like mind hellscape and we don't even know and I I'm I'm here for every second of her scenes.
2: And she she's got her Look. cat pal, and she's like, "Oh, I can imagine the world
1: I'm going to tell you right now, if you dig up your cat, either one of y'all dig up your damn cat and be talking about petting your dead ass cat in front of me, y'all going to the hospital and all your fuck. You're not getting out ever. Never, ever, ever, ever. I don't like the fact that they didn't find some kind of way to tie what's going on with Alice into what's happening in Gotham. Yeah, And they, they I mean, they yada yada her involvement with the False Face Society. Which leaves open the implication that she knows who Black Mask is, or at least has a passing acquaintance with with who she was lieutenant for, because you know she always laughed when everybody accused her of being behind certain things.
0: Yeah, it was so yeah.
1: Hmm. Mm-hmm. She's like, was it? Was it really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they yada I think they yada yada a little too much. But again, this is what you have to do when you create a stupid uh, out of time, out of mind story arc that was the last like was episode seven and eight. Um I think they tried to I think they tried to level set a little too hard. I will say that. Um but they are trying to go for some tragic irony, and they're trying to differentiate the the driving force in Ryan's life as being different from the driving force in Kate. And I think it's interesting that they think the only thing they need to differentiate is that Ryan keeps her legs closed more often.
2: <laughs> yeah, um.
0: I I think I I really think with Ryan though it's less about. I think it's for Ryan. It's more about they have to get rid of Angelique. They made Angelique too much of a thing. I still I didn't like that they yada yada Angelique having that plan. She 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 was given it by Ocean to care for. From all for all we've seen between Ocean and uh and Angelique, they were not friends, they were business partners.
1: Like and why I don't would believe he leave him, that he, in- <laughs> why would he have showed her how to make snake bite? Yeah. Why would he have made himself expendable knowing that she has no loyalty to anybody but herself? They so, yada yada too much. What? Yeah,
2: so When Angelique came to Ryan, I thought that was, like, a setup, personally, Mm -hmm. to me. I was like, oh, she knows she's Batwoman. Maybe she's trying to do some kind of weird setup thing, and then it turns out to be something completely different. But, yeah, they yada yada the the cure, how she got the cure. Like, why wasn't the plant completely destroyed to make the cure? Uh, They're keeping the plant. I mean, I would think Mary would be like, oh, let me take this to my lab. <laughs> and see if I can figure out how to make a permanent cure or something.
0: Well, she doesn't have uh, a lab anymore well, because apparently right.
2: mm-hmm. they, she's got money. Can't can have... we talk about the fact that she has money? She has so
1: much money. Allegedly. She has so money, Allegedly. She has Allegedly. money she's not Allegedly. using
2: it efficiently or effectively to enhance, you know, those around her and herself.
1: Okay, see, this is the thing that I that's why I said I'm a little upset with what's happening with the way that they, the, some of the yada yadas are just really weird. Mm-hmm. It is weird. and And you know, this show has a lot of different levels and it had a lot of nuances, but because they held on to Kate Kane mm-hmm. and that life cycle so long, they started undermining some of the development that they had done for the new bat team. And I think this episode shows all of those fractures. Um, they dug in too deep with making it seem like all Mary had and all Mary was was the clinic. When we first met Mary, she was a full-on influencer. She was a society heavily involved at a societal level. So she did do charities. She did go to galas. Uh, She was a top-notch student who actually went to class she had associates in that world in school, and she was still the daughter of the man who owned the crows and the daughter of the woman who ran Hamilton Dynamics. And, um, I'm just changing the names of everything, I'm just <laughs> making names whatever I want them to be. This, like, Lord God, but I and I really feel like because they started pulling different things away from her to boil her down to sidekick, bat team member. It makes moments like when she's the one who finds out who Jordan is, like that, have less kick because, yeah. you know, of course Everything she knows. Like, why yeah. would you question that? That she would know. Yeah. Like, the Luke, social media. Luke, Luke should have be. been saying, Yeah. Luke should have turned to her and said, Any of this look like something? Cause I don't do that stuff. That would have <laughs> yeah. been that would have been funny, you know. Yes. And I feel like some of the humor uh, is getting lost on that tip, and they've they've shoved Luke to the background, and now all he is is the Batcave. Although um, they didn't make the announcement, or at least he hinted at it at WonderCon, that they are going to be bringing a character that was mentioned in relation to him early in the season back, and he's going to actually have a more front facing. Um, uh, Part in a storyline upcoming, and mm-hmm. it's not Pennyworth.
0: Yeah, he talked about a uh, he talked about a a guest star coming up that he's very excited that Luke gets to interact with, and I'm, you know,
2: we love that we love. And Liz he's also him. down for shirtless Luke too.
1: Look, <laughs> I don't understand why Cameron got to something... make. In the yeah. back cast
2: is if you guys watch the WonderCon, everyone's a four. Shirtless
0: Lucas. Mm-hmm. Look, I'm something ugh, we had Ocean and the sexy fighting. I want more. I want more. I want more. Like,
1: well, I'm sure tra- I'm truly trying to be understanding about the fact that unless they're going to have people coming in being more stable parts of the show and having to abide by COVID restrictions, we're not going to get some of the moments that the CW is known for just because that kind of revolving door sends a really bad safety message.
0: I'm totally fine that. On many with that. levels. Like, can, but I would can we give, just, him can I give him a love interest. Yeah, give him a love interest to have for a while. It doesn't, I don't need like, yeah, I don't need like
1: a. I don't need nobody to be a hoe, but yeah, it really be Yeah, I don't really
0: need re- nice. Ryan to be a thought. I just need, like. <laughs>
1: or Enjoy Luke herself. or Mary yeah. I need them to go back to being three dimensional and I really feel like they've kind of gotten paper thin and uh and and it's because they don't want to push Jacob to the background I I truly honestly think it's because they they don't want to push the crows too far to the background and they're starting to pivot Sophie into where she's questioning what's happening with the crows, and she's questioning what's their real role in the society, and she keeps being confronted with the ways in which people don't want to fuck with her because she is a crow, up to and including her sister. Because that was a beautiful scene in the car.
0: Yeah, but that's Nails. my thing. Is like, I I think you can continue. You can do all the crow stuff through Sophie. I don't care about Jacob. I mean, like, or. <laughs> The The story is Jacob is checked out because he doesn't know how to reconcile the fact that he is a horrible father. So he is just completely checked out and just let him be checked out. Like, I thought it was great that, like, Sophie was mm-hmm. like bitch where are you we have like real emergencies and it would be great to hear from the head of the fucking crows right now like that to me is that's the story is jacob is checked out we don't need to check in with him jacob ain't here
1: he already said everything he needed to say at the funeral. And in the one scene we got with Pennyworth where he makes it clear that unless she can prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that not only is his child really, really dead, mm-hmm. but that this was an accident, he's not done with this. I'm like, fine, then let him go fall off a cliff wherever you need to go fall off of and give us everybody else. And I, I, I just I feel like the moment we got with... Um, Pennyworth was the wrong one. Mm-hmm. I think we should have gotten. I think we should have gotten a resolution as to which way they're going to jump with Alice. Although, Alice or I'm, Mary?
2: With that, we're no, Mary might And have Mary. Been
1: to... We should have gotten one with both. I agree with you. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, they're losing some of the cheesiness in this show, and we Well, need no, it. they
2: did have some cheese. They had the commissioner walking by himself with no security. And getting shot up. There were no cops in the area. Someone was able to tag the police station.
0: He was in a very long budget meeting. Okay, I'm <laughs> sorry.
1: That's not cheesy. That's just stupid.
0: Well, it was also I completely it was stupid. Cheesy. No, you you know it was stupid. And like, I look. So, we'll talk about this offline. I'll tell you a little bit more about the script from writing, but. Um, I'm working on this thing and it's a CW show. And like, at one point when I was like, just having a moment and I was like, oh, do I want to write that? That feels it, like so cheesy. I remembered I was writing a CW show and I was like, it's fine. Leave it in. Um, cause they do shit. Like you're supposed to be in hiding because you have a gang looking for you as the only witness to you shooting a police chief, but I'm gonna take you to the local gay bar.
1: That was cheesy. That's and cheesy. corny.
0: That's cheesy. Oh, it's corny. It's Sophie like... Gun.
1: <laughs> she, she pulls
2: the gun out on her sister, but has a hard time pulling it out to shoot the bad guys.
1: Look, that is also some CW shit. But, yes. and the fact that she pulled non-lethal weapons, non-lethal rounds, <clears throat> Sophie pulled non-lethal rounds. <laughs> <laughs> Sophie. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <Sophie>. Uh- <laughs>
0: Here's like (laughs) Sophie's. Sophie's a killer.
1: (laughs) Just let her be a killer. That's what she is. If she look, I I'm all for conflicted characters. I'm all for complexity. But the simple fact that they are playing this smart, talented, heavily capable, prone to violence black woman like she's having some slow awakening that she's surrounded by white people. Who got her going out here like jacking people up and acting like everybody can get done up if they run up? at a moment's notice is suddenly just now having this slow awakening that she is the problem. That she literally is a part of the man and the machine that is oppressing the people who come from where she comes from. The fact that they want to play like that that's where the awakening is and not that she is now coming to a conclusion that I made a choice a long time ago that didn't turn out the way that I thought it would and now I have become a part of the machine that I thought I could steer in a different direction and now I must make the choice of whether or not I'm cool with who I am or if I want to go back to doing what I thought my ideals were. This that is the conflict we should be having. Instead, we're getting the conflict of this wide-eyed, doe-eyed, ingenued murderous child suddenly realizing she in bed with the wrong white people. Really?
2: Yeah. 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 And her sister kind of Last calling time. her on her, her BS yeah. in that car. Like, I, I, I did it. come to my crow, crowy sister.
1: I came to my sister. My sister. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I
0: said, like, but you also kind of came to your sister because she's a crow and she'll shoot anybody who come near you. <laughs> she
1: came to your yeah, sister. She
2: came to sister that's going to that gonna kick anybody's ass because I'm the little sister.
1: She's like, you shoot first, ask questions never. I came here to live. I came yes. here to survive. I didn't come here for you to investigate. Bitch, I'm not interested in a witness statement. Why did you put the holster? Why did you put the safety back on your gun? I came <laughs> for that, now. I came from my sister who will shoot people. <laughs> Help me. And, and I, I mean, again, I just read this book. I, I interviewed the author. It's called The Unbroken. It's totally a geopolitical, military, like, gunpowder fantasy Built, but, but the one thing that, that I really liked about the book that drew me to it is the two lead characters are both women. Mm-hmm. And neither is conflicted about who they are and what they do well. One just is, like, realizing that maybe she's doing it for the wrong people. And the other is realizing that um, the weapons that she needs to marshal around her, maybe it's not... Maybe it's okay if they only fear her rather than simply like her as well. You know, she's got that I-want-to-be-loved-more-than-feared thing. And she's going to have to reconcile herself to the fact that the people who she needs to help her are people that her imperial... her. Empire has conquered and they ain't never gonna be her friends. So, Mm -hmm. and but that's what we should be getting in this show. You've got Ryan who went to jail, you've got Mary who's literally been living a double life, you've got Luke who, ironically enough, is the one who has been, you know, allowed to sit in his privilege and complacency and be safe as the, you know, the gatekeeper and the guardian of Wayne Enterprises. We should not be having these conversations or this convolutedness to make them conflicted about who they are. They know who they are. They just have to decide who and how and why they want to be that person and when. That's what we should be getting. And that's what we got in episodes through one through four. And then it's kind of, you know, jumped a shark a little. And I'm hoping that this episode and then the break they're taking when they swing back they don't try to go back in and fill the blanks for where they yada yada us. They just really pick up and say, "Okay, if this is rule number one is legacy." I really think rule number one should be we off that bullshit. But you know, you yeah. call it legacy. <laughs> I mean, call you
0: know, legacy.
2: It's fine. It's
0: fine. I I yeah. like the Sophie stuff. I also like you. I don't feel like it needs to be as drawn out as I know they're going to draw it out cuz like yeah. cause like last week was Sophie being like, "Oh, do you think I might also be even though Ryan has been saying that since episode 1, like, girl, check yourself." She did like apparently last week was the the moment where where Sophie was like, "Oh, I might be on the wrong side."
1: <laughs> like so and- I might be the I might be. You had to have somebody who's in a whole murderous army <laughs> try to recruit you because you are prone to joining murderous armies before it dawns on you that maybe what you shouldn't be doing is, is joining this, murderous armies.
0: This, um, so look, it, I, I just a, don't. It, I don't. We're on it, episode nine. How many episodes yeah. are we getting this season? I don't. Oh, no. I don't want to have to wait till break. episode. Sixteen or twenty or however many we're getting this season for Sophie to like have a change, like girl, like Look, get I'm to hoping, it. Quick.
1: I'm hoping, <laughs> I'm hoping Sophie runs for commit police commissioner. That would be dope. <laughs> and survives, maybe. But yeah, uh, if this is the opening to open the door for her to have to make the decision of who she wants to be and where she wants to stand and that she realizes she can't do it with the Crows because Jacob isn't interested in rooting out the corruption in his organization and he's also not interested in making a change for his hardline asshole-ish ways, fine, we should be here. We are at the Rubicon. The bitch gonna stay on her side. She gonna cross it. That's where we need to be. So um if they need to take a step away from us dealing with so either that or Sophie needs to run into somebody who she really likes you don't want to fuck with her because she a crow. Yeah. if they have to make it a personal romantic because it's the CW I mean and that's, that's how they like to roll
0: that's why it's her sister <laughs> because you know when Ryan was saying it uh it was easy to ignore when you know the assassin straight up asked her to be another assassin. She's like, well, "Maybe you made a mistake, and that's not really me." But now your sister, <laughs> your sister yeah. is like, and and I love that again. The sister, although there was some corny, is CW. Just reconcile. Um, I do love this. This was like here is what I am actually doing because I think so often we talk about just like change needs to happen justice um and she's like here's what i'm doing i i phone bank i'm trying to open the community center i'm doing this i'm doing like she's showing her sister that there is another way of being so i yeah. really appreciated that as well yeah.
1: She's like, I'm not waiting for them to fix it so the money goes where it needs to. I'm trying to put the things in place and get them funded, and then we can argue about why the city should be giving the money. I'm I'm all down for that, and I really appreciated that. And obviously they're speaking to um, uh, a movement that gets disparaged and maligned a lot, where a significant number of the people who aren't trying to get car ads and commercials are in fact engaged at a grassroots level with trying to do more than build a network that can, I don't know, funnel money to their personal bank accounts. So I did appreciate it that they spoke to that and they put that out there. And I liked the fact that they wrapped it back around that Ryan is like, look, I sit in this room that's got all these gadgets, y'all got all these money. I mean, it took you five episodes to realize my black ass still living in my van. I think maybe I need to point y'all in some direction. So I appreciate all of that. I thought all of that was great. I think that's probably going to stick in some people's craw because that smacks them as wokeness rather than a reminder that there's no such thing as politics and being black. Isn't just an issue that shows up on a a news cycle. I thought those things were great. I like the fact that they didn't make it a differentiation on anything except for class. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm appreciating those beats.
0: When they did talk about the things that Kate has done, what, The one thing that did resonate is like, yes, Kate as Batwoman, her Batwoman told people it was okay to be who they are. You know, they had that whole arc about, um, you know, her not wanting to like lie and say she was like dating some dude and all that kind of stuff. He wasn't even cute. I know he wasn't. Um, You know, like Kate, that like that was to me the legacy of her Batwoman. But we've said it, we've been saying it since the beginning she didn't really do anything for this city. She was in she was in her stuff with her family, and it was all personal vendettas and whatnot, like property
2: crimes. Yeah,
1: like
0: letting yeah. this Bat Woman stand for something more than just you know, oh, I locked a couple of bad guys up, or you know, I I delivered some you know criminals to the front door of GCPD. I think that's. A really great way to, like, I bat the bat has not gone there before, and this that this Bat Woman needs to go some places that other Bat folks have not gone.
1: Even when they did go there before, it was always about the cover. It wasn't about the work. Mm -hmm. It was never about the cause. So yeah, so I appreciate this. I just don't want them to do this at the expense of the three-dimensional characters that they were building. So if they... I need them to figure out a way, since they can't rely on the interpersonal, you know intimacy sex thing that the CW loves to kind of vehicle drive things through as a major vehicle since COVID has made that to where that's not something they can knee jerk to Mm -hmm. I need them to figure out a new way to integrate this the character dynamics and the character development and the story Mm -hmm. so they still got a solid narrative they've got great characters in play I still clearly hate Sophie I mean uh I mean do you I'm think uh,
2: uh Sophie's mom approves the younger sister's activities more Hell so than Sophie?
0: No. you don't think Hell so? No. I don't Mama, think that mom what... Mama's very Mama respectability oriented. If she was doing it through the church, maybe.
1: <laughs> no, maybe no, 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 she's not happy with either one of her children.
2: Either one not of her at children.
1: All. Not at all. That's why Jordan probably got fourteen Instagram profiles <laughs> <laughs> and thirteen are private. But no. <laughs> No, I don't think that they come from somewhere that they're looking to their family to get kind of support if they if that support has to take a particular form. And anything that they're doing falls outside of the lane of what their mother is comfortable with. No, I don't think I don't even think they're taking that to her. I think it's one of the reasons why you saw Sophie almost immediately shut down although bitch you took it to a gay bar. She was going to bring it up. Um just and, there, and there Listen. were
0: all them rainbows, and thought we weren't gonna
1: have that discussion. <laughs> yeah, this, is where, this is where you thought you yeah. would be safe. Why? Uh, so, yeah. So I, I don't think I don't think that 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 she they have that kind of familiar support for either. What are they doing? Do I think that Jordan can speak to her mother about what she believes more easily? Yeah, that's than I'm like the, the conversation
2: yes. they have a dynamic and relationship. Maybe she doesn't approve, but her mother's aware enough
1: i think her mother is aware of her beliefs i don't believe her mother is aware of how strident and i don't believe that her mother would be okay if she said the words defund the police in front of her mm-hmm. uh, not at all so i don't think her mother knows anything that she's doing except for maybe she's involved in charity work i think that's how she explains it to her mother we're trying to build a community center and she probably does tell her she's doing it through the damn church mm-hmm. She ain't stupid. <laughs> but as to what her what her core beliefs are, what she's really doing, let alone the fact that she straight up tried to tag the police, Bill. Yeah, yeah, sure. the, yeah mm-hmm. there's
0: a, the reason that the tagging account was a finsta. Like, yeah, she did yeah. not want that traced back to her
1: no which I like that after I the, have... they
0: showed her like regular Instagram account I was like oh cute she's like an artist she had a cute little photos. Mm-hmm. So I'm like oh, mm-hmm. Jordan
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah she I hear as a modern day flower child like a lot of black kids who were involved in subversive movements you look at their Instagram I'm like oh my god they're really creative I was like mm-hmm. I would like to see their other account what they do with that creativity elsewhere please <laughs> but again nuance layers drama, it, the, the CW corniness that we love all blended together because clearly, you know, that's what, what you expect when you get these kinds of shows. Unfortunately, these are also the aspects that make people look at these shows who don't watch other superhero and comic-based shows and think, oh, there's no substance there. So I do need them to get that blend back together because they were doing a, a really great job of it. And I miss it. Mm-hmm. And when they don't have it, the thinness of it all, is painful
0: um yeah and like we said there's just some things that they yada 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 that feel really important and leave some very big plot holes um which you know is again it's unfortunate um because overall i think the storytelling is really good i kind of like the um the juxtaposition um or the irony of like ryan finally being like i am batwoman while we know that kate kane is definitely alive
1: (laughs) yeah i mean half a face kate is in the basement
0: yeah so i kind of like stuff like that um but yeah yeah overall again it continues to be a good show i like the issues that they're bringing up um i'm sure people on the internet are mad stay mad um
2: but <laughs> I mean, they're going to get even more mad because um, <clears throat> the higher ups have announced that they're upping all the CW budgets because oh. I guess they saw the ratings for Superman and and Lewis and saw people
1: responded to that. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, everybody getting a little bit more money. I, mean, I am very happy about that. Up.
0: As somebody who is a huge yeah. Superman and Lewis fan and have been loving what they're doing over there, I'm just like, yeah. I- I- if 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 it even results in just one better wig for this show,
1: Let the I church would be happy. It, <laughs> but it does explain why people are making such a a a, de- a dedicated effort to tank the score for Batwoman. So I will say this: if you're listening to this and you watch Batwoman and you enjoy it and you would like Jaceva to, to stay employed. You need to go and drop, uh, Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb. You need to rate the movie because the 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 bros are out in force, and yes, I think yes. it's down to a three point three out of ten.
0: Uh, they're um, doing they're... so much. Did you see what they're doing? Yeah. What they're doing for uh, Godzilla versus Kong? No.
1: No. So
0: they're they're. Do I want to know? They're rating bombing Godzilla versus Kong, and and because of their it. It's a uh, restore the Snyderverse uh, protest basically. So basically they're protesting anything that comes out of like HBO Max going forward until WB announces that they're gonna like bring Zack Snyder back to you know finish his vision. And I'm like you created this monster. This is genre.
2: Okay. I don't <laughs> First off, nobody watched the four-hour bullshit that they were talking about. The ratings came out, and the Wonder Woman 1984 did much higher than this hoopla that they've been bantering around the freaking internet.
1: Yeah, that's why they had to give two ratings for justice. How many people clicked and let it go through at least five minutes? (laughs) And then the overall rating, 1.8 for the whole opening weekend to 2.2 for Wonder Woman, making it the lowest rated out of what it got with the expectation. So at that point, all I have to say is congratulations to Ray Fisher. You still weren't worth 70 million damn dollars. Because (laughs) the only person who got larger treatment, the only person that it seems that they improved on, the only person who was reset and renewed as to what was the original vision for that character in their story arc appears to have been Ray Fisher. So it makes it abundantly clear why he was willing to throw his hat in the ring and his career out the window for Zack Snyder and kudos to you for feeling vindicated on that level but 70 million damn dollars no thank you mm-hmm. it wasn't worth that I hope the WB, I hope Warner Brothers has learned their effing lesson and they don't ever do this again Oh, um, because... Homegirl
0: when they asked Homegirl uh,
1: about oh, she, it and, she, she was and just and like flat, we will not be moving forward <laughs> and flat out said we off that yeah.
0: I, yeah. I love her. I and love her.
1: And but I, if if the end result is that they're trying to abuse every other product and project that has to come out, the only thing that they're gonna do is hurt genre shows. They're gonna mm-hmm. hurt genre films and they're gonna hurt genre television show. Because if Warner Brothers backs off this, that the right people with the right configuration of stock options and holding get scared, all they're gonna do is walk away from genre. And all that money that we get will go to drama and other kinds of tentpole movies. And so they, I mean, Zack Snyder is not hurting. I get what he wants. I don't care. Y'all done put a lot of money in his pocket. How about you let somebody else eat?
0: I saw so many people. Well, not so many people. There were a few people in some groups that I'm in who were like, arguing like, Oh, well, but you know, this is going to bring so much to HBO max. And I was like, when it was announced, maybe like last year when we were all in the pandemic and they announced like, oh, they're g- going to give him his cut. Um, I I think that at that time might have. But like by the time we get to the beginning of this year and they're saying we're releasing ev- all of our movies on HBO Max. Snyder Cut is a fucking drop in the bucket. Like, do you know how upset I was when I realized last week that that the Kong versus Godzilla thing was only dropping what? in theaters and I had to wait another week? I was ready. I had my popcorn popped yep. last week.
1: Everybody was ready. And when they said it wasn't coming out to the 31st, I wanted to throw things. I, I was, was like, I don't so want to wait. I don't want to wait. I'm
0: like, at this point, the. That movie coming out, like, you know, so happy for everybody who got to see the thing that they wanted to see. And by everybody, I mean everybody except for these, like, crazy Restore the Snyder verse people. Like, I'm so happy for the the really, like, sweet, naive folks, like, perhaps a Kevin Smith, who, like, are legit just like, it's just so wonderful to see a director get to complete their vision, and da-da-da-da, and, like, they're, they don't really understand all of the other background shit. That's said happening. That? I haven't
2: watched any of his reviews.
0: Oh he uh, he's he's then, he legit like I feel like I feel like Mark Bernard is I'm constantly not, like hold being hold like up, he's like hold I on. don't hold Kev, on. I don't think you fully understand what those guys
2: hold have on. been doing. <laughs> like, hold on.
1: No. See Kevin didn't look at this like a fan. He didn't look at this like, he looked at this like a filmmaker. Yeah, he looked yeah. at it like
0: a filmmaker. And, and he's like, that's a nice that. guy. And I think it's dope that he's getting the opportunity to have a second bite at the apple. And, the, like, that's how he was looking at it. And so I'm yeah, like, but so i happy be for real. people like the, him who are just genu- mm, genu- genuinely no. like, oh, I, I wanted to Smith's, see this vision or no. whatever. The I next
1: want. time Kevin Smith walks into a movie and tries to pitch something insane, And Warner Brothers tells him they have to pass because they ain't got the dollars. He gonna remember where their money went. And it's not going to be so lovely and wonderful that he got to see this filmmaker who's a nice guy's four-hour, I-can't-do-this-in-anything-but-four-three vision eat all their money. (laughs) So it's not naivety. It's arrogance. It's, It's conceit. And... As someone who loves film, I love cinema. I always want to see writers and directors get to give us what it is that they feel like we really should have gotten from them. I always want that. But so you've if... seen
2: every single apocalypse now cut?
1: Yes, I've seen them all. What more about than the
2: once. New Runner? Those are like <laughs> yes. the two big ego ones. All. <laughs> and all the
1: Godfathers. I've seen and multiple... the godfathers. Uh-huh. I, All of them.
2: Look. We talked about Full Metal Jacket. Yep. I didn't know there was for the longest time more Godfather after Sonny died, because <laughs> that's not when i would get kicked out of the house.
1: Don't <laughs> go outside. <laughs> look,
0: I'm, I'm, I'm like you. I'm, I, I, I think this was
1: extortion. I
0: yeah, exactly. That's my thing is I think there are some people out there who genuinely are just like. Oh, this was an opportunity for a director to see their vision through, and you know those people, naive, whatever. Like I, I feel like those people are genuinely like that's just where they're coming from. I, but I need them and everyone else to understand that Zack Snyder has pulled a Kaiser Sose level. (laughs)
1: Don't even give him that much credit. This, this is a straight up and down Bertie Madoff level sc- con job. He scammed everybody. Yes. They sa- he convinced the,
0: great the world.
1: <laughs> yes. He convinced the world that Josh Whedon walked into a room and of all the footage that he had left him created this great travesty when he had given them a movie he convinced the whole fucking world that all he needed was the film and permission to cut it.
0: <laughs> That's it. And then the thing that drives me insane about it is now seeing people... And here's the thing. At this point, I think we all know, as like, Joss Whedon is not the great feminist, you know... Champion of women too. that we thought he was. Man. So like, none of this is a defense of Joss Whedon as a person. Joss Whedon as a director. Now I got people just playing in my face. People being like, "Oh, look at how bright the Snyder cut is compared with Whedon's cut." Like, oh my! I'm Stop like, it. when have you Stop seen it. Joss Whedon make a dark film? When? Stop it! You trying to tell me that that like that is strictly. A man who came in to clean up a mess and said, I'm trying my hardest to not disrespect what was already here. Like, I over, like now okay, people I, are just like completely yeah, rewriting the narrative. Just, now it's just, like, they just, they just well, we always knew that, like, like, look at all of these characters of color who have like better arcs in the uh in the Snyder Cut. Yeah, no, Clearly, like, no. Joss Whedon is a racist, and, and Ray Fisher was telling but the see, truth. This I'm is the like, thing
1: that el- this- what? How do those two things connect? When the next thing that John, the next thing that Zack Snyder says is, I was told not to shoot anymore, so of course I did anyway. This dude ran up here and ran up bills all over town. He called his friends and said, "Hey, yo, yo, I'm gonna need you to show up here on this day and do this thing." <laughs> he called people, and said, "Who wasn't even supposed to be in the movies? Hey, so you want to come ad lib some shit for me? I'm doing my thing, man." To the tune of seventy thousand dollars first they cleared him for ten because he said he needed to go in and clean up some stuff and he didn't have a good enough cut so they cut they authorized him for reshoots. Then he ran up another 70 million dollar bill. who in the hell do you know can go spend seventy additional dollars out of somebody else's wallet? And then people be like, yeah, we still going to kick it with him. He can come play at our house any day without supervision. So for me, this is the problem that I have. Yeah. Warner Brothers called Joss Whedon in to come dig through the trash that Dad Slider left in their driveway to put together something that they could put out. It was It was not good. It was not good because he hadn't shot in blocks that allowed him to really put together a cohesive movie that made them at least be able to say, we honored his vision in full. It wasn't possible.
0: It, it, it's not possible. And
1: then he came out here on this whole ass fire festival ass level. <laughs> and now he and he unleashed his little minions out here to, to bully people and to start these campaigns. And he got into fiscal sponsorships with them and put their logos on his website. And they were, you know raising money and doing donations and and people act like you know a physical sponsorship means that everybody who clicks through to that thing he gets the cut and he gets his cut off the top before any money went to any charities and they got they cut too and they got all this access because then they could put themselves out to be like they were reporters and and outlets and they're clogging up the the everything with this conversation so they're like you know what we're gonna give them what they want so they shut the fuck up and we can go on and do something else and they go I'm sorry, they cave to terrorists and this is what happens when mm-hmm. you cave to terrorists and they come back and think it's like if you pay extortion the first time and you don't get the um the negatives they can come back and say give me some more money or I'm going to release some more pictures. That's pretty much it's, just how that stuff works. It's ransomware.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and now,
2: they,
0: and now still... they are even more emboldened. Yes.
1: Mhm. They, then they, they have the no side reason side side
2: not to side. be right before the James Gunn movie's coming out, which oh. looks awesome. Yeah. I might I might watch that movie. Which one? The James Gunn Suicide, Suicide Squad.
1: Oh, come on. That movie looks like it's going to be hilarious. Yeah. I know, it.
2: because I love the Harley Quinn movie. I did. Oh, yeah, I I'm love Prince of
0: a too. Oh, okay. All right. We are very far afield. We are, we are very,
1: so, we are so, so far afield.
0: We are so far but, but it's the same but, thing. So the thing that they, the are the woman, they are doing yeah. to Batwoman, they are Ugh. now planning to do to every single movie that drops on an HBO Max.
1: But the reality of the situation is, is when we complain about them not being able to do certain things, it's because they didn't have the money in the budget to be able to arrange that stuff. Mm-hmm. If it, When we say that it'd be great if somebody could take a little bit of extra care here, if you watch the WonderCon panel, you see where their money went when they first started on things. They had a woman, the costume designer in quarantine designing all the new outfits and making sure they got everything done they have 45 crows outfits so they could make sure everybody had to be outfitted on a rotating basis we don't talk about their laundry budget they had two different cars uh batmobiles and and all of the tech work that went into it to make them work right all they have a sudden, guy that
2: picks out all the gadgets for each scene and then right. he takes them out specifically for the episode yes
1: So you've got all these things and you've got all these people and all this stuff that was going on. And it's marvelous to see, Mm
2: -hmm. right?
1: But at the end of the day, when you really think about what weren't they able to do and why, it's going to come back to that money Mm -hmm. that got taken off everybody's plate. And if you're getting mad about the fact that they're still trying to push back some of the movies that were supposed to be simul released, it's money. It's money. So,
0: I mean, that's another reason why I think I get in particular more upset when, quote unquote, I I really hate this word. When, quote unquote, blurreds like are out here championing the whole Snyder Cut thing, I I get even more upset with them because I'm like, y'all are the ones y'all are the ones constantly talking about. They, they're the representation, and they don't spend the money in the same way that they. And I'm like, but y'all are championing this mediocre white man getting more money to do the mediocre thing,
2: like. Margate guy basically is what he did
0: like y'all not trying he to be like give DNA. Ava DuVernay and like a 300 million dollar budget for new gods instead y'all are like yeah. throw more money at Zack
1: Snyder or, yeah like I mean at this point if you really want to throw your money behind something like ask where's new gods or how many people are celebrating that Black Adam has been pushed back again they're celebrating it's I, been pushed know, back. I thought they just released
2: it's, it's supposed to be
0: 2022 an and every single time now. every single time Dwayne talks about this film, I just go, okay, Dwayne. Okay, Dwayne. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's cute. I love you. That's cute.
1: And when you can actually sell me something besides concept art. Congratulations on actually having a full cast that they let you announce. But when you can show me something besides concept art, I believe this movie is happening. Look, give but me all the pictures script.
0: of Aldis in the gym working out every day, working on his fitness. I'll take them. Let, but let that movie,
1: sure.
0: <laughs> that movie. Sure, whatever. I believe...
1: I don't believe you yet. I don't believe you. The, the fact that yet.
0: Shazam is pushed all the way back to 2023. Those kids are going to be adults by the time they
2: already they start are. filming. Seen they already are. Uh, you're not seeing
1: they, the Stranger Things kids? They're yeah,
2: full they're full adults.
1: They're grown. They're grown. It's yeah, they're super grown. Like, but Shazam, Shazam should have but... immediately.
0: Shazam Two should have immediately been in production after oh. one was released. Yeah.
1: Uh, that yes. But yeah. but, all of this stuff matters, and it trickles down to our t v when you think about it which shows are getting discontinued on the um the c w which ones are they just completely divesting themselves up? what are they replacing it with? Yeah. you know so if you and like and and, and I know we went far afield because we're insane, but um but but it all ties in together like. This doesn't impacts who's going to be in writer's room. It impacts mm-hmm. who gets to step up to be on a TV show and sit in the director's chair. It impacts um, it impacts story narrative. So when we start talking about characters are getting too thin, we have to ask why. What couldn't you do that you had been doing before that is now not something that you can fund. Or, you know, what's a story direction that you can't really go in because that is too controversial a thing? And the people who own you are no longer interested in in fostering that kind of controversy because of this other nasty cup of trash they get let get packed and then had to swallow. Or they can't,
0: or you can't touch it because now they may perhaps be using it in a movie that may or may not come out two to three years from now
2: which happened to the Arrowverse or Arrow with all the the actual Suicide Squad Mm -hmm. that they were building up there and pulling Deadshot and all these great characters
1: villains out of that show does anybody want to remember that when that show got cut and recut and change yeah. mm-hmm. and never came back the way it was
0: supposed to oh shout mm-hmm. out again to homegirl when they were like so with the success of the Snyder Cut are you thinking about like are you gonna like release like Ayers cut of she was like we will not be releasing David Ayers cut of <laughs> I was like, yeah, like
2: my girl said like, deadpan straight like, we're not doing I think this Ayers only done one that. really good movie which was the second blade he did the second blade movie right was that him? Um, or am I
0: thinking? Oh, the thing I really liked him, him that he did was the um, the cop movie with uh, mm-hmm. Michael Pena and was it a Gyllenhaal?
2: Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, end of
0: watch. End of watch. That was the thing yeah. that okay. I I really liked that he did. And then he basically tried to do it with elves with that mm-hmm. movie with uh, Will Smith. Will
1: Smith. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And that was no, no espoeno. No. no, I have not seen that one.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. So now that we've traveled here and yon and all the way back again, um, I think it's good news to hear that the CW shows might be getting more budget because they're investing in what they've decided to keep. We already know that Batwoman is set for another season already so we don't have to worry about that we do have to worry that they decide to pivot back to Kate and away from Deceiva and what that could mean for Ryan Wilder yeah. um, but I think this is a good and again they're taking a break until uh, April 11th so I think this is a good place to if you're behind catch up if you've made it this far into the <laughs> podcast thank you uh, but I mean, you know, I think we're going to find out what's going to happen with the people who are, you know, obviously doing their own thing off *Coriana* and working with Black Mask and what that means for Gotham. I'm excited for it because Peter's a hell of an actor and I don't know anybody else who could have done the deadpan scene where he just chopped somebody up she looked at him and said, sadistic. And he's like, okay, I can see how you could, you know, take it that way. How how you would think
2: that. I, he,
0: I, 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 and make I it he's so good at being just like terrifying but also he was very funny I was like I'm here for this we need cause yeah. you know Alice uh, well, we'll see when she comes back cause she's now figured out how to get rid of her pain but she's been in her pain for a minute and yeah. I just I love the scenes with her like um when uh, Ryan was all like, "You killed my mom," and she's like, "I literally don't know who you are." Like, I just love that that from my villains. Like, give me the give me the pathos and and the crazy and the scary, but then also give me the like, "Bitch, who is you?" <laughs> like, so I, I'm I'm ready for him to just be like, um, mm, "No." just i'm out here doing villain things (laughs) enjoy yeah he's like
1: like yeah it's cool it's cool you know it's kind (laughs) of like so yeah that kind of like the black mask opens the door for them to have that pithy kind of humor back that they first introduced alice with and i really am still hoping that we get red alice Mm -hmm. especially if i'm hoping
2: that the whole uh dead cat Builds up to um, them building up to the red Alice. Like she's yeah. building herself up to be that person. Yeah, and I, if she's I, still I on see her Coriana,
1: on but if she's still on Coriana, it could possibly be the thing. Or even if she's back in Gotham and has had a run-in with Enigma, it could still be a thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But um so I, I I was a little less pissed off once I realized that it could all lead to good things than having her have this moment in her head. And again, Rachel's an amazing actress. I really will watch her do practically anything. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah I think Peter Outerbridge could be good for the show. I'm hoping that we get to dig into Ryan and what it means that when she wants to legacy build. What that actually translates to when she's in the suit. Mm-hmm. I hope that some of the accountability holding with Luke and Mary leads back to them becoming three-dimensional characters in and of themselves. Yeah. Uh, obviously, if you saw the preview, when we come back, there's going to be a confrontation between Jacob and Mary. So maybe it means the resurgence of Mary is something more than the girl in the back who might be ditzy but probably isn't. Yes. Because um, <laughs> mm-hmm. you can, you can take the leaves off a of flower that grew out the blood of a person you just managed not to get your ass killed by. You need to be more than the one who thinks, "Hey, maybe this symbol means something on social media." I yeah. need them to give her that back. But mm-hmm. yeah, so I didn't hate this episode. I was dismayed at the amount of exposition and yada yadaing. But if it leads to good things after the break, now that we know we have the official introduction of our true big bad, I will deal with it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very excited to see where they go. Um, Some some of the things they yada yada. I'm I'm trying to decide if I'm like, do I just like let it go, or I feel like you need to return to it. Um, Just if you're gonna return to it, make it good. Um, But the rest, I'm I'm very excited for where they can go from here. Um and seeing wallace come in as kate kane should be really interesting like i said i think it's funny that she actually looks more like they'll look more like twins which should be interesting we will talk to you later and goodbye